I like your uh, your necklace and bracelet, man. It hey. looks good on you. Appreciate it. Thank you. My dog. I got this my wife and then yeah. my wife's mom for, for Christmas. Real? Yeah. This year? This year, yeah. She was my her her mom was my secret Santa. Oh, for real. That was kind of stressful. That's yeah. Because I was funny. like, because I suck at. When people give me gifts, mm-hmm. I suck at the reaction part. Oh, okay. Like, oh, man, thank you so much. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, I actually, like, yeah. really like it. Yeah. And then they, like, don't believe me. That's crazy, dude. And so to be sitting there with, like, you know, in the Christmas tree, I'm like, I wonder uh-huh. who it is. Yeah. And then, you know, my, like, mother-in-law, me suegra, man. She's Mexican, too. She yeah. gets up and she's like, and she brings it to me. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, my gosh. I have to, like... Even though I loved it, yeah. right? I had to make sure she knows. She knows that you like it. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, oh my gosh. You know, I went up and hugged her and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. That's the. Were you, uh, were you with them over Christmas then? Yeah. So I was there. So I was in Houston. Yeah. Because that's where they're from. Cool. Uh, or that's where they live. Uh-huh. For till Christmas. Yeah. And a little bit past. And then we, were in, we went to San Antonio for nice. New Year's. That's so it was fun it was a lot of fun it yeah. was it's it's gonna be different you know yeah. like not being just like in san antonio with my parents for the entire holidays yeah no, right totally. I, I believe it man it's i mean you share your life a lot more once you're once you're married yeah so. like people ask me like what are you gonna do this summer yeah. and usually it's like oh i'm gonna go back home yeah but it's like well technically now my home is like my apartment with my wife yeah Right, it's not like San Antonio anymore. No, man, it's you're starting your new family, your new home, yeah, yeah, yeah. new life, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. It's scary. Dude, that's it's funny. scary. Um, okay, this is Talk Too Much podcast. Okay. Um, right on. Welcome. I'm your host, Jerry Lascano. We have a handsome special guest. <laughs> Thank you, Aldo. Right, yes, sir. It's Waldo, but without the W. Without the W, you got and it, bro. And then I should have asked you how do you pronounce your last name? Chimpana? It's like Chipana, yeah. Chimpana, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, there's like, there's no M between the I and P, like chimpanzee. There's no, <laughs> there's no Enye, there's no tilde, you know. But like, I hear it all, man. I'm just, I got to a point in my life where I'm like, I just don't even care how people say the yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. They try, I'm like, that's good enough, you know. The thing so, is, like, you see it, and it looks complicated, but yeah. when you say it's not. Yeah, like. Phonetically, it just it's, it's, that's that's it. But, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's not bad. I I I don't mind too much when people mispronounce it because I've I've seen it all the time, so. <laughs> especially here. I bet. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's yeah. how it was like like with my last last name Lascano. Mm-hmm. I think it's because of the like the S and the C right next to each uh-huh. other that it just like the white American brain just sees yeah. that and it's like that's not a word. Like, yeah, that's. It's unpronounceable. Like, right. you can't say that. They just, like, short circuit. Like, yeah, yeah they're like, oh. And I'm like, Lascano. And they're like, oh, that's it? Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. like, they think it's going to be, like, some, like, tongue twister. No, exactly, man. Like, there's there's so many people I know that have way crazier last names. But, like, people say it perfectly fine. But something about just, like, Latin last names, I, I think people just get scared. <laughs> like, like, it's not that bad, man. But, yeah, that's funny. So, I think the first time I met you, yeah. right, was... For the fiesta, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was one of the rehearsals, I think. Uh-huh, one of so. the rehearsals. Yeah. You had, was it longer hair? Or was it, you just had a mustache? Oh, you man. had something going. I think I had a little bit longer hair. Longer yeah. hair, right? Yeah, if it was the first rehearsal, I think, yeah, I had longer hair. I hadn't gotten a haircut yet. Since then, like, it's grown a little bit. But yeah. Yeah, yeah I had some longer hair. And I've, I've, 
I've had times where I've had a lot longer hair as well, so. Yeah, so I, you know, for this, you know, for this conversation, yeah. I I stalked your Instagram, right? Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, I stalked it all the way oh, down, all the way down to, yeah. like, middle school, okay. Aldo. Yeah, yeah. And, like, your hair changes each time. And then uh-huh. when, you, when you're able to grow facial hair, yeah. you're, like, growing the mustache, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> handlebar mustache. I'm like, uh-huh. this is awesome. So, yeah. Why is that? Like, you just like to grow your hair out yeah, like that? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question because I think, I think it's fun to, to have, like, different hairstyles because it's not, like, a permanent thing. So, you know, you, you can do, like, tattoos or, or piercings or a lot of different things like that. But for me, growing up with, like, stricter parents, like, growing my hair out was, was actually, like, really hard for my parents to accept. They're like, mm. you know, you look like a girl. Or they're like, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what kind of trouble are you getting into? But no, man, like, after they accepted the fact that, like, I was like, no, I just want to grow out my hair to, to like, be, like, one of my um, one of my costumes for Halloween. And so at that time, I wanted to be uh, Goku from Dragon uh, Ball yeah. Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, like, after Halloween was over, mom was like, you're going to cut your hair, right? And then I was like, oh, wait, mom, like, It'd be really cool if I could grow it out a little longer so I could, like, donate it. So oh. that's that's been, like, another reason why I like growing it out because after a certain length, like, a lot of places will accept it. So you can, like, donate it to, to people who have, like, gone through cancer and lost their hair so they can, like, make it out of a wig. So, yeah, a lot of those different reasons, man. It's just – it's a lot of fun too, you know. Same with, like, the facial hair, you know. Mustache, I don't know if it was, like – I just thought it was kind of manly or whatnot, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> having like a handlebar mustache was like, oh man, I think that's so sick. And then I realized, you know, like as as Latin men, like a lot of us can't always grow a lot of facial hair. You know? Yeah. So I, I I was pretty fortunate to have like at least enough to like play around with, and then you know go figure. I go to BYU where they're like, oh, you can't <laughs> yeah. you can't yeah. rock anything, but but a mustache is fine. So I'm like, all right, whatever, you know. <laughs> so that that's kind of it. Yeah. I I love. I feel the same way with uh-huh. like long hair. Yeah. Cause I remember my dad told me, he was like, I oh, he always wanted to grow out his hair. Mm-hmm. I think my junior year after like prom, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna grow. It wasn't. I always hated haircuts. Uh huh. And so I like let it grow. And I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna grow my hair out. Yeah. So I grew it out, but it wasn't like yours where it was like nice and like shaggy. Uh huh. It was more just like pu- like puffy. Okay. Yeah. Right. But I was like. It was like a way to show my creative side, cause right. yeah, yeah, it was the same thing. Like strict parents, yeah, can't have tattoos. I couldn't really dye my hair. Uh-huh. Like, how could I like have like one thing, have some like agency and like yeah. do something that my mom doesn't want me to do, and then also like just like be creative with what I have, uh-huh. right? And so yeah, and she was like, "You look homeless," <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, no way. Yeah. And I was like, That's I was funny. like, I was like, you know what? But what you can't do anything about it, right? Because right? it's my hair. Yeah. It's not breaking no commandments. No. Nothing. Yeah. And like looking the pictures now, it didn't look good at all. Oh my. Right. It didn't. But I was like, you know, but I I owned it. Like it was mine. Yeah. So I totally understand that. And then yeah, and then you come here. Mm-hmm. You got to shave every day. It's like the yeah, mission. Exactly. It's like we're we're back at it. But I don't know. I, I've seen a little more leniency. Like I see some people that have like longer hair. Or they're they're wearing a little bit more facial hair. Like even right now, I'm gone like a few days without shaving. But yeah, it definitely does feel a little more like that that time when I was a missionary than, yeah. than any time in my life. But it's not bad. It's just for a little bit. So yeah, I I love your attitude on it because like you hear. Even even myself, I'm like, it is so stupid. Yeah. Like, you see a white guy that, like, 
his facial hair is blonde. Uh huh. You can't see it. Yeah. He's not getting in trouble when he goes to the testing yeah, center. Yeah. Right. And then you see us, uh-huh. right? Darker complexion. Our hair is like yeah. super black. And like, if we don't shave a day, uh-huh. you see that. Yeah. Immediately. Definitely. It's. And so it would always kill me. I like I. I yeah. get ticked about that. Dude, you know what you should have done is um, there was uh, there's a lot of like filmings, uh, filming opportunities for, for the Book of Mormon videos. So mm-hmm. like in that time, you could get like a pass to like have longer hair or even like facial hair. At the, and so I actually had that for a bit. So oh, it, yeah? it was pretty easy, yeah, to get by the testing center, especially because they're, they're strict. They, they crack down on you. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, I was in the like the Wilk and if you don't know what the Wilk is, it's just like where our cafeteria is, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Student center. Yeah, student center. There you go. And I'm there. It's me, my other friend that's brown, and Uh then my white friend. Yeah. And this woman comes up and is like, you guys would be perfect (laughs) for the Book of Mormon videos, right? Yeah. She looks at me. She gives me like a, you know, one of those cards. Yeah. She looks at my brown friend, and then she looks at him, my white friend. Yeah. He's 6'5", and she's like, yeah, we don't know about, but you two, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, well, he could have been Jesus or something. Yeah, you know, something, man. But yeah, I I wish I had done it so I could grow it out. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it, it was it, it was a good time, and so that that time of having long hair as well on like campus or even like growing out fish, like it was just funny because some people would always like be curious or try to like confront you and say like, hey, what you, what you doing? Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you never heard of our dress and grooming standards, but. Now, then you could just show them, like, the proof, you know? It's like, hey, no, I don't know if you've heard of it, but, like, you know, the Book of Mormon's, like, they're filming the videos right now. So it, it, was, it was a cool conversation starter, but it also felt a little bit like a flex because not a lot of people could do that, especially if you weren't, like, fit in that mold of the characters of the, like, the people of the, of the time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mormon, so. If you weren't brown. Yeah, exactly. If, <laughs> if you weren't brown. Yeah, if you yeah. weren't brown. Which isn't a lot here at BYU, you know? Yeah, it... <laughs> In my, I was in a sociology class, and yeah. that was the most diverse class I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. There was like three or four black people, and I was like, no "Whoa!" Way. Yeah, I was like, "You don't see that." No, like, you really like, don't, man. I, I, for that sociology class, we had to like do a project at the end, mm-hmm. and so I was like researching about Utah. Yeah. And it was my project was like, "What can you learn about racism through Utah?" Because yeah. there's racism everywhere. Right. But like directly from Utah, because it's such a bubble. Yeah. And. In, at BYU, it's like ninety percent white. Yeah. And Utah is like ninety five percent white. It's crazy. It is. It is. Yeah. And so you were you weren't born in Utah. No, I wasn't born in Utah, but I mean I've lived here most of my life. That's that's what I like identify as. Like I tell people like I'm from Utah, you know. So it it is it's funny that like people from other states even they're like, Man, I've seen a lot more uh, brown people anywhere else than Utah, you know, because there's, like you said, yeah, it's a big part of the population that is white, you know, and they've been here for a long time, so yeah. you get people like us starting to show up, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. kind of like when my family came over, because I was born in Peru, so okay. I, I, I came over here with my family when I was like, I was like two and a half years old, we migrated to Florida first, my mom has some some family out there, and then um, her other sister, her, her youngest sister was like, hey, y'all should move out to Utah, like it's it's a really cool area. There's, it's like nice. There's a lot of cool people. Like they're nice, called Mormons. And like, you should check it out. So then we ended up here, and I've been here most of my life. You know, wow. So that's kind of been a little bit of the the upbringing for me. Would you like, let's say, if you were older, right, mm-hmm. and you know everything that you know now, would you yeah. have been like, hey, 
let's hold off on that Utah thing? <laughs> or would you have been like, yeah, let's do it? Because there is a lot of pros of Utah. Yeah. There's, it's not all bad. Dude, that's such a that's a really good question because I think it's it's like a double-edged sword. Like, you think of Utah and the bubble that we're in. It's not a bad thing because it's, it's, a, it's a relatively safe area, you know, compared to other parts of the states or even, like, the world, you know. Like, there's a lot of places that have a lot more crime or, or things that you have to worry about. But in Utah, like, well, what are you going to worry about? Like, <laughs> like, kids from college or high school, like, causing noise at night, you know. There's, yeah. there's little things that we had to worry about in terms of safety. So I think it's, like, a great place to, to raise your family. Um, but in terms of, like, what I wanted to hold off on it, maybe a little bit. Like, maybe move out here when I was, like, 8 or 10. But at that point, I don't really know if it makes a difference. So I think I think for the most part, like, it, w- it would have been cool either way. Yeah. Because were you already a member of the church? No, I, I actually wasn't. I, I converted um, me and my whole immediate family. So my mom, dad, my brother, and I, we uh, were baptized, I want to say, like, 12, 13 years ago. So I, oh, wow. I was, I was uh, 13 at the time. But growing up in Utah, you know, you're exposed to the culture a lot and to, <laughs> yeah. to like, like, for example, like I did Boy Scouts growing up. That was just like, like a thing we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because like we, we'd go to the church and we'd, we'd do activity, we'd do like, you know, merit badges and, and, and things like that there. I'd go on camp out. So I was exposed to a lot of the, the like cultural side of people who are already members, but I, I never went to church on Sunday and, and my family, we, we're, we're Catholic, right? But yeah. what does that mean to, to any Latino nowadays? Yeah, yeah it's completely different. Yeah, it's than, really more culture. Yeah, 100%. So it wasn't until like, I really started going to church with my friends that I started having that, that experience and relationship with you know Heavenly Father and my Savior, Jesus Christ. So I, 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 w- I would say it's, it was really interesting you know, growing up here in Utah, not being a member, because a lot of people didn't even know. They were like, Oh, we just assumed you remember. Like we didn't even know that you weren't, and it's it's really funny, you know. Yeah, I I, I feel like it, it probably is like kind of scary to ask. Like, are you a member? Mm-hmm. Are you not a member? Yeah, right. Because <laughs> even now, I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm ninety nine percent sure you remember because I saw like a picture of you going on your mission, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but what if he's not? <laughs> it's right. just gonna be. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm actually not. <laughs> oh, <they're all." laughs> so like, it uh-huh. is like I think. Like it, I, I contrast it with like Texas, yeah. right? It's whatever, right. right? You ask someone, oh, you know, where, like, what's your religion? Oh, I'm uh-huh. this, I'm that, I'm that. Here, it's kind of like, even though everyone's like religious, mm-hmm. because everyone's religious, it's kind of scary to talk about it yeah. sometimes because you don't want to look too much of a member of the church, right? Yeah. Like what they call Molly Mormon or whatever. Oh, for sure. Man. But you're also like, well, I'm kind of curious. I actually do want to know, Definitely. right? And yeah. so, was it, was there ever a time where you were like, like, bef- when you were not a member yet, that you were mm-hmm. like, I'm never going to be a member. Like, you were seeing them like, oh, we can't drink coffee, oh, we can't do this, and you're like, oh, I could never do that. Uh-huh. You, know, you know, honestly, I think I was too young to really, like, care about any of the, the like, commandments, right, that we adhere to. Like, you know, drinking coffee or, or like, going out and partying or, or whatever, I guess I didn't really like think about that too much because it wasn't like a big deal. But my biggest thing was was sometimes I I thought people from Utah were a little weird, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and if like you come to Utah, especially if you like start going to BYU, you start realizing like what people mean when they like hear the word Molly Mormon or just. 
people who are raised around the church culture a lot and then you start to see like it's not that they're they're bad people but they have some some like customs or are they they like just are very nice and forward and they don't really understand the way things are outside of utah like outside this bubble yeah so i wouldn't say there was over time where i was like man i don't i don't want to ever be a member because i was curious you know i was really curious about like religion and 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 that relationship that we have to to god but uh i always just thought like man they're a little they're a little strange i wonder what they (laughs) what they're learning in church but no it wasn't it wasn't ever like a really antagonistic like i don't want to ever join thing (laughs) it's funny that you said like because there is like certain things Uh that utah people just do Right, and you've probably seen that growing up, and like now that you've lived here, f- you know, since you were a kid, mm-hmm. and now I've lived here for maybe like two years. There's probably things that we do that like Utah people do, right? Like I'm drinking out of Stanley Cup, right? <laughs> I probably wouldn't have done yeah. that in Texas at exactly. all. Exactly, yeah, the basics, man. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, I, I chug like a gallon a day because of this, John. Yeah. So I like it. I yeah. like it a lot. Um, from your childhood, is there like a core memory that you have, like? Um, like a memory that like sticks out to you from your childhood just just like relating to anything related or, to anything yeah dude i mean yeah like the first one i guess that would come to mind it's probably like with my dad because um growing up i played a lot of different sports and we we would actually take sundays to like go and practice so i played a lot of baseball growing up okay and so i uh i actually had the the, the Sundays reserved for me and my dad to go out and like throw the ball, do, do some batting practice, whatnot. And there's just like a time, I can't even remember why we, we spent like three hours at a field and we like brought lunch together and we just like ate on the hill. And it, and it's funny that like, I'm thinking about this because when I personally like think of my relationship with my dad, it's not always the best. <laughs> like I'm not saying he was a bad guy, but he was, he was a little, he, he was a little stubborn, you know, kind of had, you know, his angry outbursts every once in a while, just like your typical Latin dad. And yeah. it, it was funny because I never considered me and him close, but these times that we, we went out and just like practice ball or whatnot, like it was, it was something special. And I feel like those are like really special memories to me. And it was because I did something that I love doing with uh, someone who I, I look up to, you know, my dad, he's uh, say what you, what I will, about him he was a smart guy like he got his engineering degree in peru um oh, wow. and he, he he didn't play baseball at all but he's like hey we're gonna go practice because he wanted me because i like the sport and he wanted me to be good so i'll say that that was like a pretty special core memory for me growing up i love that you know it's, it's funny that you say that about like your dad like did he want you to play soccer yeah at first <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that that's how my dad was he uh-huh. wanted me to play soccer but i like basketball yeah and so it was the same thing. He knew nothing about basketball. Uh-huh. I mean, my dad's like 5'2", <laughs> right? So, like, and there was That's no funny. way that he would ever be good at basketball. Right. But he would, like, try to train me in basketball what he knew in soccer. Uh-huh. So I would defend as if, like, you know, be at the hip, yeah. right? Like, always run at the hip, right. you know? Because that's all he knew. And he was like, you know, if that's what you want to do, I'll help you out. But yeah. I don't know too much, right? So so why baseball? Dude. Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe like with soccer, you run a lot. Baseball is a pretty stationary sport. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. I was, I was kind of a chubbier kid back then. Like, like, I mean, I, I was bigger. I didn't really like running. So <laughs> I, I mean, I played baseball, like little leagues and, and I mean, I, I liked hitting the ball. Like, I think that was one of the most fun parts for me. 
And so I think baseball just ended up being that sport that I like, I like stuck with, you know, it was just, it was easy for me. It wasn't, it wasn't a lot of running. So yeah, that's probably why. So you say you're a chubby kid. I, I can relate to that. Right. (laughs) Um, did that, how did that affect you now? Because Uh I can, I can still see, you know, how the, being a kid and being chubby and obviously like elementary, yeah. middle school, like there is, there is no filter, right? Yeah. No, 100%. Like, yeah, and so like it affects you, right? And yeah. even now it affects me. Yeah. So like does it affect you at all like being a chubby kid back in the day? Because you look good. You, Thanks, I, I know I you work that. out. <laughs> I know you do all that stuff. But Thanks. it's still like it's, you know, it's your childhood, yeah. right? No, uh, for sure. I think, I think that growing up, like you said, man, like – like kids have no filter like that and and not just kids too but like like latino culture you know they're like they always call you nicknames on things that like stand out so if you're like chubby they're like oh we go to the you know yeah, like, yeah, over yeah. Here or whatever <laughs> so like for me it was it was kind of a, a little like soft spot you know I, i'd get made fun of or or it was just hard to do certain things sometimes and just like growing up in elementary school you don't really like control it that much you know you just eat what what you get at dinner, you know, yeah. like going out to eat a lot. So I don't really know what attributed to it, but it, it was definitely like something that I look back on. And I'm like, man, like that was kind of tough. Like you never really think about how those things affect you. And even now I, I started to think, I'm like, why, why do I like working out? Why do I like, you know, staying active? And I think that could probably be the reason that when I was younger, it was, it was something that I was insecure about whether I accepted it or not. And I just wanted to like, be more athletic and, and and I wanted to get stronger and I wanted to look better. But, you know, part of that a lot, I think is just to take care of your, your own being, you know, when you're exercising, when you're, when you're taking care of yourself, you just feel better. Yeah. So I think in that time as a kid or even times of my life, you know, like during the pandemic when I wasn't going out and working out and you started to gain like a little bit more weight, it's just, <laughs> you don't feel good about yourself. So you don't. when you're active and you're doing what you're not, you know, it's, it's the benefits of it are, are huge. Yeah. It- um, you know, being a, a also a chubby kid, yeah. right? You know what you were saying, especially with the Latino culture, and I don't know if it was Latino culture. I think it was a mix of Latino culture and just the church, not church culture, just being you know, just having certain duties, right? Like one of it was being a missionary, and my dad would always say, you know, finish your food because you're gonna go to like a country and you're gonna have to eat it you have to eat everything right <laughs> so even when i was full i would just eat the plate yeah. you know and that's not a good habit you know <laughs> you're, you're any dietitian you know you yeah. stop when you're full but yeah. you know they would just say eat all of it eat all of it exactly. and so like I, you know i'll get a my burger and fries and i'm like i gotta finish it like even i'll be there i'm like oh you know and i was like I got to keep on going. Yeah. And the, the most ironic part is that I went to Peru, and we weren't allowed to eat with members. Oh, no way. Yeah, we had a pension. Dang. Yeah, so we had one lady yeah. you know, designated to, to feed us. Uh-huh. And then I got reassigned to Utah. Yeah. I was like, oh, sweet. You know, people, people, like missionaries in Utah, they gain 40 pounds. Yeah. Like average, exactly. right? <laughs> but it's COVID, so mm-hmm. I can't eat with members either yeah. way. So I never ate with members. So all this preparation yeah. to, you know, finish your food, finish your food, was for nothing, <laughs> you know? And it, That's wild. Yeah, it takes me off really thinking about it, yeah. right? Because I'm like, you know, what if they didn't tell me that? Mm-hmm. I would be a twig right now. Maybe I would, yeah. you know, be just completely, like, shredded. Uh-huh. But no, it's, you know, I see food, I got to finish it. And that might 
be a disorder any therapist yeah, but call it what you want man whatever it's, it's, it's good food us. yeah exactly <laughs> it's just tasty i'm gonna eat it yeah, yeah it, it it's good so you talked about the pandemic yeah which reversed everything and and you said you got a little bit you know you get a little chubbier mm-hmm. you know you're just always inside yeah like what when you think of the pandemic what's like the first thing you think of like what was <laughs> first thing um, I'm gonna try to say something like unique to me. It, w- it was probably just staying home and playing video games, man. That's that, was, that was huge. <laughs> you know? Just like hours upon hours at your at your like computer, laptop, just just gaming. Like that w- that was something that I did a lot with friends and alone too. Like, and it wasn't a good thing too because like I was still in in classes and my classes were online, so I was Ooh. probably sitting half of the day, you know, at my computer, but. That that was that was just a big part of of that lifestyle when when you're locked in, you know, you can't really do the things that you used to. So, I, I was always a gamer. Like I always liked playing video games with with my brother growing up and and doing it with with friends and cousins or whatnot. But yeah, that that was a big part of the pandemic for sure. <laughs> playing video. What's yeah. your What's your favorite? Dude, it's bad right now. I play a lot of uh, Valorant. It's a, okay. It's a first person like tactical shooter. It's like CS:GO if you ever like search and destroy of call of duty but man growing up and even now like i i play a lot of different things like i like playing fortnite i play rocket league and i play a lot of <laughs> smash bros growing up oh yeah, yeah yeah and that was like my favorite game growing up you know who's your who's your player dude it always switches between uh the games but like i could never go wrong with mario like he's really yeah, dude he's just a solid all-around character in my opinion wow just, yeah we gotta play sometime i mean yeah, i haven't yeah. played so I did sales in uh-huh. Odessa, Texas. Yeah. And Odessa, have you ever watched Friday Night Lights or you know what that is? I know, I know what it is. Okay, yeah. okay. So that's where it takes place. Oh, for real? Yeah. And so it's, there's nothing there. Uh-huh. It's just, you, literally like outside our house was a, um, what's this, oil jack, right? <laughs> it's just flat oil jacks. And so yeah. the people there, they are like wealthy because it's all oil money. Oh, sure. So people graduate from high school. And they're like, I'm just going to work for the oil company because, you know, I got a 2.0 GPA. I'm not going to do anything, right? And so they work when they're 18 and they just work their way up and they become like the, I don't know, manager or Uh something. And they're making like 3, 4K, 300K, 3 or 400K a year, right? And they never learn about investments. They never learn about. So what they do is they just eat out. Eat out. They go to Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Texas Roadhouse is Naturally, packed yeah. Fridays and Saturdays, and then they buy trucks. <laughs> That's all they do, right? Anyway, so I sold solar over there, right? Because yeah. it's like, well, if you're, not, you're, there's only so many trucks you can buy. Mm-hmm. So you know, please buy some solar. Anyway, when we would come back. It was just a group of guys, mm-hmm. right? And there's nothing to do. There's no amusement parks. Nothing. There's one movie theater. That's it. So we would just play Super Smash for like hours. And when when we all came to BYU, we would do the same thing, just play Super Smash for hours. My you know, my wife now, but my girlfriend at the time uh-huh. hated it. Really? Right? Oh, because we would just play and play That's all and you play. Do. Yeah, yeah, we would just play Super Smash. That's funny, um, man. And it got to a point where, where, like, she was right. Like, it was too much, yeah. right? And we stopped playing. So I've been, you could say, I've been sober <laughs> for, like, a good good couple, yeah. of, like, I don't know, six or seven, maybe almost a year now. Dang, man. Of Super Smash. Congrats. Yeah. I know. I had to go yeah. to the meetings and everything. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, couldn't be. But I wish I was a video game person. 
I wish, like, in another life, uh-huh. I could have, like, been one of those guys playing Minecraft, yeah. Call of Duty. Because uh-huh. there is a connection there. There is, yeah. Right? And I never had that. Like, people uh-huh. were like, oh, we're going to go play Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how to play. Yeah. Right? I'll be shooting on the ground because I, I can't control at the same time. Right. So, like, what connections did you get from, like, do you wish, like, in another life you didn't do it? Or you're like, this is my, like, bread and butter. I love this. Um, yeah, I mean, I think in, like, growing up, it, it, was, it was always, like, a, a positive thing. Like, and it was always that opposition from, like, your parents or, or you know, even, I don't, I don't think, I didn't date a whole bunch, but I never played video games, like, with my significant other, but that's the dream, right? Like, having someone that to enjoy the things that you like. But, yeah, the connections were, were, were huge because, like, I would always play, uh, like, Mario Bros. With my, with my brother. Like, if we had, like, two-player games that we, we could do together as, like, friends. Um, playing Halo was, like, really huge. That was, like, the shooter for, for me and, and my other buddies. So, like, there's, a, there's just things, like, memories that I have. Like, in high school, I was, I was out lying in, in GameStop waiting for the new Halo to come out with, wow. with some friends in high school. And, and it was just, like, you know, I think about those memories and, and, and the, the things I did with, with some of my friends. And it, it sounds silly to say, but, like, it's because of, like, video games that I, yeah. I did those things. Like, staying up late or having, like sleepovers and, and trying to do like a speed run challenge or whatever it, it was just things that I look at I'm like you know I'm happy I did that and and also like relative to other things like we, we weren't doing anything that was causing trouble yeah like, we, we were just kids we, we were just just in our basements playing games and so I think for the most part like man it, it was great like I wouldn't have taken it back for anything maybe, maybe I've like chosen different games but no I think it was it was the way it was supposed to be I love that like you're right. You know, you weren't doing anything bad. You weren't mm-hmm. causing harm to other people. Yeah. And there are like mem- like, you know, staying out and like going to, you know, buy the, you know, Halo, uh-huh. right? Like I never had that, you know. Like people would talk about Halo and stuff and I was like, I have no idea what Halo <laughs> is. Right? I don't even know what yeah. that is. And like I had maybe a Wii and an Xbox 360 yeah. and that's how far I went. Dang man. Yeah, I know, I know. You, I see your like your eyes are glistening. Yeah, no, you're, about to cry. <laughs> you're about to cry. You're like, that's it, man. Yeah, but it, it, it was like I was like, and I see like the boys like, oh, you know, the boys on right now. We're gonna go play. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I wish I was one of the boys. Yeah. You know, going to play. It was, yeah. for me it was basketball, but okay. That's I was like, that's like what you did for fun. Like yeah. Yeah, that's how I like got my friends, uh-huh. but. You know, and then they would go out and, you know, they like, oh, we're going to play NBA 2K. So I had to learn NBA 2K yeah. now. And I'm like, but I'm not good at this, <laughs> right? So I, I, I do wish that I kind of, like, played some video games yeah. a little bit more, right? You talked about your dream, the dream, having a girl that plays video games. Yeah. Which is now more, like, apparent, right? Yeah. Like, no. there there are more girls playing, playing video games. For sure. But in... You could say in a word, you could say a movie title, but how would you describe your dating life? My dating life right now? Or yeah, just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. Right now? I mean, it's kind of dry. Like, it, there's some prospects out there, but, dude, I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 26. I'm, I'm revealing my age here for BYU. That's, <laughs> that's kind of older, you know? Um, I've dated around a lot, but, like, man, sometimes I think, like, Maybe I'm the problem, you know? No, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> no, dude, it's just like seriously, like some of these girls, like I don't know what they're expecting, but like for me, like 
I only have like a few simple things that like I hope that they do. You know, they love me, they accept like me and the things I do, and maybe are are attuned to the Latin culture or, or is Latina themselves. So I don't feel like that's super hard to ask. For, <laughs> that's you know? like <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. It, it also brings in into play like, dude, dating culture here in BYU is is another beast, man. It's yeah. it's so different from anything I expected. Like half of the kids are wanting to get married after the first date and the other half is like, nah, I just, I just don't know what I want. So let's just not be anything more than friends. Like it's, it's, it's crazy, man. But no, I, it has been fun though too. I've met a lot of cool girls, especially through, um, Fiesta. I would say that's Mm. like, that's like the biggest, um, resource for me, like to meet people. First (laughs) off, like uh, some of my best friends are from that, but like also girls too. And like, Based off of the things I describe, like saying I want like a girl who, who knows like about the Latin culture, like has a little bit of Latina, and so it's like, where else are you gonna find? Yeah, that? that's you know, like the hub. BYU, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's where they all like that. And then I remember when FIFA was on, mm-hmm. and they would play at the Will at the yeah. Student Center. I was like, where did all these Latino people come from? Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like they man. came from the woodworks, man. Yeah. It was like Ar- <laughs> the Argentinos playing, and it was just a bunch of Argentines. I was like. I never even knew there's so many Argentina yeah, yeah, people. Come from, yeah, so I, but you're totally right. Like I, you're not the only one that said that. And the funny part is that you know you're like I'm 26, like I'm older now. Mm-hmm. Like you go anywhere else outside of Utah, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> right? No, exactly, man. And then you come here, and it's like, yeah, it's like the average. I wish I knew, but it's probably like you know 20. 324 uh-huh. right yeah. maybe even less than that yeah it could be less right but you know that's the funny part about being utah and being outside because like yeah i dated my wife for two years mm-hmm. and that's, here that's crazy actually yeah that, yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah. I, I double took yeah. and i'm like wait your reaction yeah. is is what i got here they're like they're like man she you know did you have to talk to your bishop like what are you doing <laughs> no, and no. i'm like i'm like what are you talking no, about like just... we no, I didn't have to talk to my bishop. Yeah. We we were clean. We were, we did everything right. Yeah. Not everything right, but like, you know, we yeah. we, we weren't doing. You're you know. normal. Yeah. yeah. And I talked to the people in Texas. They're like, wow, like you're you're getting married pretty quickly. <laughs> and I was like, uh, you know, no matter. I was like, what? Because it, it threw me off guard because I was yeah. like, I thought it was long. Uh-huh. But there is that, you know, Provo pressure, that PP. Yeah. Dude, right. No, 100%. And so you being, you know, here for most of your life, mm-hmm. has that just always been like kind of cranking your head? A hundred percent, man. It's, it's also something huge when you like, if you, if I, if I ever go back to my home ward for any reason, like it's the first thing people want to know. It's like, there's nothing else that's more important than like the questions, are you dating right now? Or there, you know, how, are you married yet? Like, it, it, and don't get me wrong. It's a huge decision and it's probably it one of the most important decisions, if not the most important decision of your life. But it was definitely ingrained in me, like, you got to go on dates, like, like once a week or, or multiple times a week. And to me right now, that sounds exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, you got you to get married quick and you got to start a family of, of five kids, you know, right off the bat. And, and no, I always thought that was kind of the normal thing because I wasn't, I wasn't growing up around the, the like Latin culture of dating or dating around, seeing multiple people. Uh, so for me, that's like kind of all I knew. And and it was scary because it sounded like a lot. I'm like, I don't I don't want to get married at 19 or 20, you know. But that that's uh, that's the kind of pressure, you know, that that that, that PP that you're saying that yeah. was just a part of my life. Wow. Yeah. I 
you know, just hearing you talk about it, you could feel like, yeah, you know, it was, <laughs> yeah, it is part of your life, uh-huh. right? What, what, what has been your worst date? Bro, oh man, I'm just thinking about, it. so <laughs> let's just get into it. I, I asked this girl um, out on a date, uh, I met her through the, the Book of Mormon videos that they filmed here. Okay. So her mom was super cool, and she's like, hey, I have a daughter here, like, you should take her out. And I thought she was pretty, but then like, I got to know her, and it was just, it, we, we just we just didn't click. Like, she's a great girl, she does, she's a lot of cool things, I have a lot of respect for her. Um, but the date was just, it felt so forced, every interaction just felt awkward, and I just remember a point of the day, like, it was a double date with me and my buddies, we, um, we went to... Um, Mini golf. Oh. And I got some ice cream after. But I think it was after mini golf on our way to get ice cream. I was just like in the back car seat and I just like put my hands over my face and I'm like, what am I doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> like, I felt bad because I wasn't the best date either, you know? Yeah. And um, she probably knew that. But we just didn't click and it just felt, you know, slightly miserable. And I was like, what am I, what am I doing, man? <laughs> and so after everything, it was just. It was just, like, kind of a relief to be over. And fortunately, honestly, like, you, you talk to some people here. Like, there's a page on Instagram called, like, Preble's Worst States. And I, I read oh, it really? Once, yeah, I read it every once in a while. And it's, like, like the last one I read is, like, this guy from Cedar City, like, drove me from Provo to Cedar City to, like, you know, all these different kinds of stories that people say. Or, or this guy, like, stalked me and, and all these things. And... Like, compared to all those dating stories, like, mine's pretty low-key. Yeah. Like, it, it was just, like, I didn't get along with the person, which, um, to me, is sometimes hard because I tried to be a people pleaser and mm. get along with a lot of people. Um, but, yeah, and this time, it didn't work out, but it was pretty tame, you know? Nothing crazy happened, so that's probably my worst dating story, but, yeah, honestly, compared to others, it's nothing. No, there's some bad yeah. ones. Yeah. I'm there's like, some bad ones. And... You, you especially hear it here, especially it's the girls that hear that oh, have like the word because like I bet the guy like afterwards is like man it was so sick you know and the girls <laughs> yeah. like you know post you know sending it to Provo worst dates right. and they don't even know yeah but I got no idea that that's actually that's really funny though especially that you got put on by the mom yeah, like the <laughs> the mom who like raised this girl uh-huh. was like Aldo is the best one. And you like, and then you guys didn't even, didn't even click. Yeah, right. It, was, it, was it wasn't like there was no attraction. It's just like personality wise. Yeah, just just didn't match, man. And I don't know. I, I don't feel like I'm scary looking or hard to talk to. No, so it was, not. it was just rough. I was just like, and you know, going mini golfing and, and um, getting ice cream. Like it was a decently long date. So yeah, there's a point where I'm just like, man. This is tough. Yeah, I just want to go home. I just want to go home and play some video games, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly, dude. Maybe with the boys. Dude, yeah, so much better than this day, man. <laughs> so you say you're a people pleaser. Yeah. I also relate to that. I get that uh-huh. a lot. Um, or, like, I get that, like, for myself. Yeah. What has been, like, has it been hard to, because obviously you want to do boundaries. Definitely. But it's like, but didn't God say to be kind? So, mm-hmm. like, have you... Have you even thought about that or has that like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think it's, I think a lot of it is, is signs of like my own insecurities or, or, or just habits I have. Like, like I want to be like a personal person and help others. And it's hard for me to say no. Someone asks me to like, 
like do us a favor for them or, 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 or give them a ride somewhere. And I, and I try to be that person that's like, yeah, like I'm the yes man, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'll do this. Or even if I don't want to. And, and at first I was like, no, I'm, I'm being Christ-like, you know, I'm, mm. I'm helping others out. Like I'm doing, I'm doing what, what we're told we should do. And then you think about your own boundaries and you're like, I'm, I'm kind of exhausting myself then. Like I'm not giving myself enough time to take care of myself. And I think that's a really hard thing because I have that tendency to want to make others happy for others to accept me. And especially growing up here where you're like one of the only Latino people in, in school and people might look at you funny. You want them to accept you. You want them to know that you're, you're no different than them. Yeah. So I think that was just like part of the reason why it got ingrained into me to, to be a people pleaser or, or always help others. And then you start to realize like, it's not always a good thing because mm -hmm. you got to take care of yourself before you can take care of others, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of those different things have kind of affected even till now. Like I, I have a hard time telling people no. And I try to try to say like, no, this year it's going to be different. Like, I'm going to be more about myself. You know? <laughs> then I think about like, man, am I really like, no, I, I want to make others happy. I want to be there for him. You know, I want to be a, a helpful kind of dude, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you said yes to this. Right. Oh, I'm glad you, you know, people pleased me. Yeah. Oh, and that might be a little selfish, but I, I really enjoyed what you said about, you know, one thing there is a balance, right, mm -hmm. to it of being kind and then, you know, you just give up so much of yourself Yeah. that, like, what about you, right, kind mm -hmm. of thing. And, you know, that's where you, you go and you do your 3D printing and stuff. You're like, this yeah. is for me, right? Uh -huh. Um, uh, so I, I love that you talked about that and I know you're no scientist, you know, or anything <laughs> like that, but like, what, what are your like two rules? Like, do you have two rules for yourself of like people pleasing or like boundaries and stuff? Oh man. Uh, when it comes to like, I guess, interacting with others, um, it's always been like, be respectful. I think very first, cause that's just how my parents raised me. Like they're, they're, they're from Peru, but. I think like a misconception a lot of times people will say like, oh no, like Latinos are, are wild or they don't know how to respect others. But like my parents are very good people and they educated me and say like, you know, you got to respect others, like no matter where they're from or how they look or how they talk or whatever. So I think that was like number one for me. And then uh, I would say like the other rule is just, you know, if you're borrowing money, like <laughs> you either got to be okay with losing it or write the person's name down because <laughs> sometimes you're not going to ever get it back and you just forget about it, you know? Wow, I, I I didn't expect the second one, but yeah, that's you know that is so true, right? Especially yeah. when it comes to like family, yeah. right? And sometimes those friends become family. Um, mm. I love that second rule. That just caught me totally off guard. I was like, I was like, man, being respectful—that's a good one. And then if you're giving money away, like, don't don't think you're gonna get it back because yeah. you might not. And you're you're totally right on that. Um, although you're the best, I Dude, you know, I love talking it. to you. Yeah, it's uh, been a pleasure, man. One last question yeah, for you. For sure. How would you finish a sentence? Aldo Champana is. Champana. Mm. I want to say Aldo Champana is looking forward to the future. That, 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 that's what I'd say is my motto right now. Um, there's so many great things coming out. Um, in the next few years, technology-wise, or even like advancements and in, in all kinds of things, you know, 
I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to those things, even in my own life, you know, like what I'm going to do when I graduate and how I can help this, this world, you know, there's so many different things going on, so many different problems. And as an engineer, you know, there's, there's part of that that comes with, um, being an engineer that you just want to solve problems. You think critically and you want to do things for the world. So like, man, I'm looking forward to, to the future. Dang. To to being a contributor to society, being a good person, you know, meeting my other and, and starting a family. So those are the things I would say right now. And uh, that gets me excited. That gets me hopeful for, for what's to come. You know what I mean? I love that. That's I love that answer. Amen. Amen. Amen, man. Amen. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you a lot. Of course, man. I love you. Thanks for having me. Take 25 of trying to make an outro. If you don't subscribe... I'm cutting all of Aldo's hair. Thank you. See you next time.